Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, we're going to head uh, to Buffalo. My uh, sideline counterpart, he's been on the show with us before, is uh, Sal Capaccio uh, of the uh, the Bills Radio Network back in uh, Buffalo. And Sal, thanks for joining us under... Uh, extremely unprecedented uh, circumstances. I know you and I were texting a little bit back and forth last night. First and foremost, I want to make sure you were okay. Uh, and then, and then, and then secondly, um, this, this is not the, the NFL. We all expected to like tune in for last night. I backed my car out of the garage so I could get satellite radio so I could hear you guys on the broadcast. Uh, I thought you guys did a tremendous job of, of keeping calm, keeping every uh, Bills fan informed. Uh, I just want to say I thought you and the broadcast crew were terrific last night. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I appreciate you reaching out to me last night. Um, you know, we, we have our own fraternity here. The, the people who are on the sidelines and do this job, I heard from several sideline reporters. We've all seen a lot of stuff. We've all been involved in a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't think any of us has ever seen anything like this, right? I mean, in, in our lifetimes, in our, our professional jobs, maybe even personally, like at a, at a game sporting event of some sort, uh, this is unprecedented. And to be honest with you, like last night, talking about it, you know, that was, as our jobs, as you know, we're trying to inform everybody while this is happening and you're processing it, right? So, you know, we get back at, I, I find the team charter, we get back at 245 last night. And I'm back here in Buffalo and you know, I wake up this morning and my first thing is to check on if there's any news on DeMar. There isn't, there's no update other than what the bills put out last night. But you know, now I sit here with it and you know, I'm processing it more than I did last night, to be quite honest with you. And thinking back to everything that happened last night and, and the emotions just come back out because as tough as it was last night, it's a little tougher this morning to be quite honest with you, because last night it was my job to report on it. Now I'm sitting with it and thinking about it and, you know, talking with someone like you helps and, you know, we talk through it and things like that. And um, I, I just, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Sal, what was the flight like back? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's only so many things I could say about the, the, you know, team playing, you know, and, and being on it. So I'll just leave it at this guys that anytime you have a night game anyway, it's pretty quiet because people are, you know, doing work or sleeping. And obviously you could imagine it was somber and quiet last night. So I, it's really all I can say on that. Yeah. The decision to, to, to pack up and, and, and go, I'm, I'm amongst, amongst many decisions that happened last night, but to, to, to send that team back, uh, couldn't have been a quick process, right? Yeah. So there was a lot of confusion last night, you know, for a lot of reasons, obviously, you know, whether you're sitting in the stands or you're me on the sidelines reporting on it, you're a player, um, coaches, staff, 
I mean, we had everything from Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor in the tunnel talking on a phone with the league to the ownership of both teams getting together and the officials involved to that to, okay, once we knew the game was postponed, what are we doing? Are we here? Are we staying? Are we going home? There was a time where we were all in the media we couldn't even go like past a certain area. And you know how it works, Josh, when we're kind of like you're in the media room there, the post-game interview room, and you can kind of walk back and forth. Like we couldn't even go by the locker room. We had to stay in a little area. And we were waiting and waiting. We waited there for maybe a good 40 minutes, 45 minutes. By the time we got on the bus, I would say it was a good hour after that because there were, as you know by now, there were players from the Bills at the hospital. And they waited for those players to even come back to get back on the buses before we even went to the airport. Um, so those decisions were being made kind of in real time. There was so much going on. There was so much confusion. I don't know. And, you know, I'm texting with my wife saying, I think I'm coming home tonight. I'm not really sure. I don't really know what's going on here. Um, so you know, at the end of the, at the end of the night, obviously, you know, we, we did wind up going and all of the, all of the players other than tomorrow, of course, came back. Uh, Brandon Bean, general manager, Brandon Bean is still in Cincinnati at University of Cincinnati Medical Center uh, with DeMar. I don't know if anybody's traveling there today, uh, but the I was part of the crew that came back last night, the uh, team, and all the other players came back and coaches on, on the team plane last night. You know, Sal, you could see the raw emotion of the players and the coaches on the field. What was it like for you on the field to see that raw emotion? I mean, to see Stephon Diggs, you know, crying and to see Coach McDermott, Sh- Sh- Coach McDermott yeah. you know, in tears as well. What was that moment like for you to see, oh, my God, real raw emotion going on? Well... I'm going to try to hold it together here for a second, guys. So that was one thing, and it was tough. You see these guys who are larger than life and tougher than life, and they're just sobbing in each other's shoulders. And I saw Jaquan Johnson with a towel over his face, and he was just bawling, and one of the coaches trying to console him. But what really got to me was, I look over and there's a woman in a number three jersey, a blue jersey, and it's Demar's mom, and she's trying to get on the field. And she's, I'm one of only a few people still are left on the sidelines. All of everybody else was on the field. You know, they were forming this big, big circle, and they didn't want anybody to see what was going on with their performing CPR, the players and coaches and staff. So, like the entire organization was out there, and I'm, you know, a member of the media, and I'm on the field on the sidelines, and I see Dane Jackson get the attention of the team chaplain to tell to, to that Demar's mom is down there. And I see Demar and Demar's mom looks at me. She looks at him and she tried to get on the field and she says she wants to be with her son. And that was tough. And they, they finally got her to an area where she can get on the field because um, there, there was no access to where she was to get on the field. And they finally were able to get her down and she was able to get in the ambulance with him. And I was told his dad was in the ambulance with him as well. And they're, they're with him, but, you know, it was, um, as you can tell, I'm sorry. It was really emotional. No, you, you, you got me when you, when you said there's his mom, you know, you, you, you start to think as, as a parent, what that would be like to see your child going through something that you can't help fix, you know, like as parents, we're, we're trying to always fix everything for our kids and make sure that everything's right for them. And to be in that situation as a parent where you can't do something and feel helpless, I can't. I, I'm speaking from a dad of, of two kids right now. Yep. I can't imagine what that would be like for me if I was in that type of situation and that was my kid out there. 
You know, and, um, you know, I, I played this game since I was a little kid. I coached high school football for 10 years in Florida. I've, you know, been around that, you know, people getting injured and parents being concerned. And, you know, you love your kids so much. I'm the parent of a nine-year-old who plays a lot of sports. Um, so I'm right there with you, man. And, you know, when that happened and, you know, at that time, and I don't even think, you know, she didn't even at the time realize, I don't think the severity because we're, it was still kind of in the early stages, but I think back and, I wonder what she saw, what she didn't see. Did she see them working and doing CPR on her son on the field, right? And uh, those images are going to stay in my brain for forever. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to say this too. The, the medical staff that, that got to him, they, they, they saved his life. The people on the field saved his life. I mean, we know that now. They performed CPR for nine minutes. And, you know, we hope that his life is saved. And he's still in critical condition. But to have the quick response to get on the field and to do what they had to do in the time frame they had to do it, um, you know, that was really they, – they deserve to be talked about. And also the security at the stadium, the fans, Bengals fans, Bills fans, it, it, first class all the way, man. Like hugging each other, supporting each other. Um, you know, everybody's just a lot of confusion, but there was a lot of love and emotion in that stadium last night because everyone – understood the gravity of what was happening when going back to your question, looking around and seeing those players and so emotional. And, um, you know, you knew, you knew that this was a truly awful situation. Sal Capaccio, Bills Radio Network, uh, my sideline counterpart on the, uh, the sidelines for the uh, Bills, obviously part of the uh, broadcast last night. I know impossible question to, to, to answer, but I mean, we're just looking at it from the outside. Like how can you ask these guys to go play like tomorrow whenever how 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 can anybody ask them to go do this yeah right i i don't think anybody can i was on conference call, a conference call with the uh excuse me with the league last night uh they made some executives available including troy vincent and jeff miller um and they even started the conference call by saying that they were not going to answer any questions about the you know future of the game and they were just and you know rightfully so um that stuff hasn't even been discussed or if it is, it's being discussed way in the back room of somewhere, people who are trying to figure some stuff out, you know, to, to going forward. But I know it's not being here. It's not between the, the two teams right now, uh, the players. And, you know, you're going to have to have the players from the Buffalo Bills have more information on their teammate before I didn't think they're even going to go down that road. Um, I will tell you that, um, you know, when everybody, you know, he keeps asking about, well, I had, a, I had a train of thought here. I was going to bring something up. I just totally lost my train of thought about it, but we don't know exactly what's going on with that. Um, we will hear, oh, I know what it was that one thing that I, I think is beyond the game itself, guys. How about just going to the facility, going in the locker room, DeMar Hamlin's locker there, being with your teammates. I'm sure they want to be with each other and be around each other, but, you know, people talk about, going forward with the game, I think about going forward to work mm-hmm. and having these guys go in. And I will tell you, the Buffalo Bills are at the forefront of being on top of having every resource available for the mental health component of these players. They're very much into it. Um, you know, lots of teams have been doing this a lot lately. Uh, they've been, you know, really on top of making sure that their players have all the mental health resources available to them. The bills are very, very, very much into that. And I think that's going to be first and foremost over the next couple of days. Sal, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Um, first and foremost, I'm glad you're okay. Um, if you need anything, reach out. All right. 
All right, Josh. Thanks, buddy. All right. That's Sal Capaccio, the uh, Bills sideline reporter, uh, joining us from uh, WGR in Buffalo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.